it was just amazing to see the renewed sense of excitement for a vision and a soul calling that somebody's had since they were tiny. Mm. And then I knew there's something in this. Hey, healers. I'm KJ Nazrul, a licensed mental health practitioner and a no longer secret artist. I'm the founder of Bliss Begins Within and the wellness program Healing Our Healers. I believe we all have remarkable courage within and that we have the medicine to heal ourselves and others by listening to the wisdom of our unique personal experiences, but also in proclaiming these valuable stories out loud within our communities. It has been so much fun and such a revelatory journey chatting with incredible artists, healers, visionaries, and change makers every single week. They've guided us in living creatively and resiliently through artful expression, music, and compassionate conversations. We are continuing our exploration of the human story. Welcome to Stories of Astonishing Light. It's KJ Nasrul here. And welcome back to the Storytelling Gallery, Stories of Astonishing Light. I know, I know, I know. We're in a precipitous, charged, daunting time. I know this. Though I also know that we are experiencing an upswell of desire to relate to and understand one another on a deeper level. I'm so happy to return to the show to share my conversation with today's guest. I finally have connected with my dear friend, Beth Hewitt, with this intimate two-part conversation. Beth is a spiritual performance coach, a speaker, an author, and hostess of the Visualize You show, where she shares the transformational stories of people who have taken a leap to follow their true soul's calling. Manifesting for the first time at just four years old, Beth specializes in gratitude and the power of visualization. She helps people move from unfulfilled to passionately living life with clear intentions. We talk every week, Beth and I, maybe several times a week. And so what we speak about today feels like one of our regular Friday morning check-ins. We talk about what it's like to leave our corporate job with the knowing and the feeling from a very young age. There's this hollowness, a vast understanding that there was never going to be a true fit in the traditional sense of work. We speak a little bit about how we understand that we are gifted, intuitive beings already, but sometimes, sometimes hard to remember that. Also, the majesty of glow and intuition working in tandem. Beth has just opened the doors to her membership program, the Visualize and Thrive Business Club. I'm a founding member. I would love it if you would join me as a founding member. This club is the ultimate business club for spiritual entrepreneurs who want to create and keep creating a vision for their life and business. But really, this is an opportunity today to listen to her absolutely splendorous voice. I literally fall asleep to it several nights a week with her oracle card readings and guided meditations. All right, my friends, here is the exquisite Beth Hewitt. Well, good afternoon, my lovely, lovely friend. Good afternoon, (laughs) my equally lovely friend. We have been trying to connect in this way for months and months and months. We even had a go at it last summer, perhaps. Yeah, it was a while ago, wasn't it? 
It was a while ago. And while you and I talk pretty much every week anyway, Mm -hmm. it was pretty amazing that we couldn't get together in an actual formal recording. So we're trying it again. It wasn't meant to be back then. Now is the time. I think so. And I feel (laughs) so strongly now. It was so easy for us to connect this time versus the last time. I'm flowing with it. Thank you very, very, very much. I'm excited. I am too. Well, we were just speaking before I remember to hit record on ways that we're trying to keep our throats and our voices and our bodies literally Mm -hmm. okay for doing what we do. I know that you've been discovering new ways and new exercises to help with your throat and keeping your voice healthy. Can you talk a little bit about what that's been like? Sure. Well, I've been struggling with my vocal cords, I would say. For about two years now, I do think it coincides a little bit with the pandemic, you know, being at Mm -hmm. home more and wearing masks. I don't think wearing masks has helped at all. And I don't know, just not being out in the fresh air as much as possible. But yeah, our voice is what, if not one of the most valuable assets that we have Mm. to be able to speak and communicate, especially in the jobs that we do, podcasting and chair meetings and with client calls and all of that. We just need our voice and it's taken such a hit. And I have always sung as well. I'm a singer. I've never pursued it professionally, but it's always been my joy to be able just to walk around the house and sing and to not have the voice. It's been kind of sad to think I'm going to lose this gift that I've been Mm. given because it is a gift, right? And I've been down all of the medical routes, doctors, consultants and all of that. And I've just found recently that actually doing vocal warm-ups and exercises has really started to help with Mm -hmm. asthma, with getting your voice in shape before podcasts and all of this good stuff. Yes, uh, it's so important. My mother had called me up to compliment me on a newsletter that I just sent out and it literally was around the voice and the importance of it. You had said it beautifully. It is integrated and we've built a career essentially around using our voice between podcasting and teaching and running meetings, training. It is essential and we don't realize how essential until we don't get to use it or we're losing it. So you have a divine voice. So it would make me very, very sad if I could not hear it. Um, Oh, (laughs) you have a divine voice. (laughs) Thank you. I really love that you're rediscovering ways to nurture and protect the sacred gift that we have been given. And I've just been doing things around that. As I'm making a cup of tea, I've been doing, I don't know what they're called, the trills or, you know, the mouth movements and Mm -hmm. different sounds and just humming, just humming a little tune, just softly, Mm -hmm. not out, just quietly, just Mm. helps. Mm-hmm. I think we spoke about this another time as well, that there's something really powerful about the vibrational property, mm-hmm. movement and sticking and almost reminding ourselves physiologically that we're still here. We have this body to hold these gifts. So I could see how humming would be very healing. It's soothing just to hear humming. There's something very instinctual about it. We hum to children and animals a busy beat, somebody going about their work in the field who's having a good day, just humming a little tune to themselves. Yes, absolutely. Well, my love, you had mentioned a number of things that you are busy doing and they're all remarkable. I'm wondering if we could talk a little bit about your journey as a podcaster and as a spiritual and performance coach. Can you tell folks a little bit about you? Yeah, well, it's where to start, isn't it? So I call myself a spiritual performance coach. I'm a qualified performance coach with NLP, 
but I work with mainly spiritual entrepreneurs or people who are finding their spiritual side. I've been inundated with people who I've worked with in my corporate life who I didn't think had a spiritual bone in their body because we are hiding a little bit, yeah? Jump out and they go, oh, this is actually the way that I am. So I'm a spiritual performance coach, but I specialize in visualization. And I'm also a podcast host of the Visualize You Show, which is all about sharing those inspirational stories of people who have pivoted and changed direction and also sharing about visualization, law of attraction, and just a lot of personal development. But my journey has been, we started our podcast at the same time, didn't we? But my career journey itself has been very long and winding and it's almost difficult to it's such a long story. It's hard to know where to start because I feel like my spiritual journey started when I was teeny weeny because I never knew where I fitted into the world. But my journey with visualization also started when I was little as well. So mm. it's very much intertwined. Well, I was curious, you had said that folks may not even realize that they are spiritual or that mm -hmm. they have a spiritual bone in their body. You knew at a very early age that you did. Well, I knew that there was something because when I was little, I was very sad. So if people know me now, they'll know me as positive, smiley, smiley, happy, happy. Most of the time I up my ups and downs like everybody. But when I was little, it's almost like I could see this conveyor belt ahead of me. And all I could see was you go to school, you get your qualifications, you go to university, you get a good job, you work your way up your career, you get married, you have kids, you get divorced, whatever <laughs> happens. And then at some point in your 60s or maybe later, you get to retire. And that made absolutely no sense to me as a really small child. So I was very sad because I knew I was on I was in the system and I was, how do I get off this? I don't know where I fit in. This conveyor belt, this, this endless. When you described it, there's this hollowness, this sadness. I understand when you indicate that you were sad as a child because this is spreading out in front of you and you're like, is this it? Is this what I... This is this can't be it. And also yeah. I didn't know what it was I was supposed to do because none of the conventional jobs made any sense to me. The only lessons I really liked at high school were art or the creative stuff. <laughs> <laughs> maybe writing, maybe mm -hmm. a little bit of history, but I didn't like science because science to me was just made, stuff that had been made up to prove stuff that already existed. I know mm -hmm. that, in, you know what I mean? Like you're just proving something that is already part of the universe. That's already there. All yes. you're doing is creating a theory and I'm not poo-pooing science at all. But in my head, I want to learn about the spirituality. I want to learn about quantum physics. You know, I want to learn about the power of the universe and how our consciousness is intertwined with all of this. That's what yes. I was really interested in. And that as a 14-year-old child is very difficult to have conversations with anybody about. Right? Yes, I was about to say, were you given any sort of space to explore this? And how were the folks around you, your family, in holding, knowing that these were your curiosities, these were your interests? How did that go over? Well, my mum is very spiritual as well. So she was always open to that because my mum was going to spiritualist church. My mum sees spirits and all this other stuff. So we're very similar in that respect. So she always held that space for me. I was dabbling with oracle cards when I was 12. I was meditating at 10 and I was visualizing at four years old and upwards. So I always had that safe space at home. And I think probably my maternal grandmother, similar, but she passed when I was 11. So I didn't have, apart from my mum, my dad, I would never have a conversation with my dad about that. And it's just not something you have a conversation with anybody at school, is it really? So I was just dabbling in my bedroom and scripting and visualizing and meditating and a bit of a weird child. But I believe that our journey is about connecting those dots 
And those things that we loved to do when we were little, before we had self-limiting beliefs or any resistance that we could do anything other than what we wanted to do and Mm. that we loved the most. So I didn't have a terrible childhood, but I was very inside myself. I was internalizing a lot of this stuff because I didn't have that space to outside Mm -hmm. of the family to do that, which I think is the same for a lot of people. I don't think I was about to say, Uh no, well, I've had a very similar experience, maybe not to the depth or definition of understanding that I had, say, a spiritual connection, but I Mm -hmm. did understand that I had some intuition that was spot on. And I had leanings and interests towards topics that maybe not everybody else was talking about. So there was a loneliness around that, as you had said, very isolating, because who do you talk to about this? Who might look at us and be like, okay, weirdo, or okay, strange one. Where's my tribe? Yeah. Where's where's my tribe? tribe? Right. Can you pinpoint when it maybe started where you understood that there are groups and more people out there that have these similar gifts? I mean, for me, it took a long time because I went from job to job to job. I think I've had 25 jobs over about the same amount of years. Similar. You know, from the, <laughs> I've had yeah. a crazy amount of jobs because I was bouncing from one career to the next to try to find the thing where I was supposed to fit in. Obviously, you're never going to find the spiritual performance job. Are you? You're not going to find that <laughs> out there. So I was never going to find it until I mm. finally took that leap. So it took a long time to find them. But in doing that, in moving, I've got a massive network of of friends and colleagues. And you find people along that path. You do find people along that path who you can start to have those conversations with. Mm -hmm. I would say my tribe has expanded more recently as I have been more able to come out and shine in the world and be Mm -hmm. myself. Isn't that something? Once we fully embrace who and what we are, then those who are our perfect soulmates and collaborators find us. They come forward. It's like a switch, like a magnetic switch that goes on. Let's take a second to pause in this amazing conversation for a quick check-in. If you're enjoying this episode and have found value in the stories from the guests who've joined me on the podcast, I would love it if you could rate and leave a review for the show. You can do so on Apple Podcasts or any of your listening platforms. Your reviews help boost visibility of the show and spread the word to more listeners. Plus, I love hearing from you. If you have found anything you've heard on this show valuable or helpful for you, please let us know. And it's really easy to do. And it takes maybe a minute. You can go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. Also, a little something to consider. Every review you leave enters you into a chance for winning a free 30-minute private session with me to discuss anything of your choice. I'll pick the name of the winner every Friday and announce it on my Instagram and Facebook stories. So let's hear it, friends. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. I really appreciate you. And then all of a sudden, they start to gravitate towards one another. They're sure. not just coming to me, I'm meeting, I'm coming to them as well. I'm meeting as, them where they are as well. That's right. And you recently made this shift. Do you know what it was? So I left my corporate job in 2019, having mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having when I left, I was a senior project manager in a business consultancy supporting businesses to grow digitally and online in my local area, but also I ran programs up and down the country as well in the here in the UK. And I'd started when I was doing that, I was building businesses, helping build businesses for other people, giving them the skills and experience to do that within their own businesses. Really, I wanted when am I going to be able to do this for myself? And so I gave myself that permission in 2019 when I could have continued in that contract. I said, no. I need to go find myself now out there in the world. And I gave myself the space to explore what that would mean. I literally had, when I say like universal download of the word visualize you when I was thinking about what my business name was, not Mm -hmm. really knowing what that would be, what that would look like. And I've just let it unfold naturally. I've just let time do its thing and not put too much pressure on myself in creating that business. Probably taken a little longer than maybe another business to develop perhaps, but Mm. also I've given myself space that time or not. A lot of businesses are the same. We are all on our own journeys that we are at our own pace, but I've just let it unfold naturally as people have connected with me and developed new products and ideas and services. And it just feels like a more organic, natural mm-hmm. evolution of where I'm heading. So I'm really happy with where mm. things are going. Oh, I'm so happy for you too. I really was attracted to you saying that you gave yourself the permission mm-hmm. to let go, to explore. Mm-hmm. You could have continued in conveyor belt style in this corporate world and you were doing wonderful good things but I also heard you say this energy was poured into everybody else right and then at this Mm -hmm. time you were like but what about my business what about what I'd like to pursue in my own soul calling I think we've referred to it in the past and and I just love that you had said I would like to give myself the space to pursue what I haven't been able to or what I had put on the back burner for so long Well, first of all, visualize you. It sounds like it literally downloaded. It dropped in when Uh you had opened up and said, what What is my business? Yeah. What am I to do? Did you know, did it come fully realized what that would look like or did that also develop over time? It's just developed over time. It really has. It's just been a work in progress. So the power of scripting was one of the first products that I created, which is the written form of visualization, you're scripting your life and business, how you would like it to be. I actually wrote that back in 2016 over Christmas and New Year and did nothing with it. It was just sat on my computer or one of of my computers. I've updated my computer since then. So it was just sat in a folder somewhere in the cloud waiting for the right time. And I remember somebody coming to me at the time who was um, a hypnotherapist and I'd shared the book with them. I just said, just let me know what you thoughts are on this and they wanted to collaborate with me on it and create some audios and other stuff along with it and I just felt like it was being taken in a direction that wasn't the right time to do that and I said gracefully no I'm not ready for that it's not the time I knew I wanted to do something with it but I wasn't sure so when I started the business in 2019 I re-looked at that product and created it so it's in the form that it is today tweaked it and did what I did with it but essentially I wrote that I think it's about 10,000 words but in that time between Christmas and New Year when you don't really know what day it is it was one of those you know when you create something and it just flows from you there's no procrastination you don't even know that you're going to start doing it until you do it and it was done and then it was put on the shelf until Mm. it was time to come out into the world it was waiting for me I wrote it and then it was was yours yes it was was yours and in fact maybe because it was in that in-between time where there was no leaning towards defining next steps So that in between holiday time, that was the perfect time for a download because Mm -hmm. you were this open canvas and this open possibility space for you to download what was already yours. 
When you rediscovered it, you know that you had the power of scripting this possibly 10,000 word masterpiece set aside in the cloud. When you stumbled upon it again, how did it feel? What stood out for you? What let you know that it needs to be shared? I think originally you could have used it as it could have been like a lead magnet, for example. It could have been a download that could have mm. just attracted loads of leads for it, but it felt more important than that. And so mm. when I initially looked at it, I thought there's a paid product in this. I think it just looking at it and realizing, well, and it was just timing. I think it was just, I needed a product. I need to get something out there. I need to make some sales. And how can we turn this into something tangible for other people mm. so they can have a system essentially to help them to mm. create the life that they want? Over time, it sounds like you've also developed a method that you can prompt and coach in others to connect with their path and connect with a confidence that maybe they didn't have before. Like you'd said, maybe they didn't even realize they had it in them or they had something, but they didn't know what to call it. Did you find the transition into teaching others on how to access easy? Was that a natural process? So the create your, so I have a session called create your vision intensive. Yes. Which again, it was a download. I created that in, sketched that out in minutes. And now that's a 90 minute session where I help people to understand what the focus needs to be by asking them searching questions and getting underneath some of the stuff that's going on. Creating a vision with them using all of the sensors, using Oracle cards, because I like to use Oracle cards now in everything that I do with clients Mm -hmm. if they want to. If somebody doesn't want to use them, that's absolutely fine. But I find Mm -hmm. with Oracle cards, once we've created a vision in all its glory, we get these natural questions that start bubbling up because we've created a vision that may be so far removed from where they are right now. Then you get, oh yeah, but how is that going to happen? What's the how? What's the bit in the middle? How am I going to get there? So we can use Oracle cards to go, actually, look, this is what the cards are saying straight away. (laughs) Let's debunk these beliefs that are coming up for you. And then we anchor that vision in place. We create an action plan. We Mm. work backwards and then we create an affirmation that is a tailored affirmation in complete alignment with the vision and the action plan. The grand vision, not just a smaller thing that's on your to-do list, the grand vision of where you want your life to be in however many years down the line. And that came, again, that was another download that just came and I put it out there and my first customer appeared and we tested it out. I was very honest with them. I said, this is new. You're helping me test this out. It was just amazing to see the renewed sense of excitement for a vision and a soul calling that somebody's had since they were tiny. Mm. And then I knew there's something in this. This is, it's like you're popping the tops of people's heads. Do you know, essentially, <laughs> yes. you're just like going, pop, 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 pop. Yes. all these people going, oh, that was my vision. And sometimes we have these visions inside of us, but we don't know how to articulate it. We don't know how to bring it to life. We don't know how to use all of the senses. And we don't know how that fits into the current place where we are in our lives right now. And mm. so in spending that intensive, and it is intensive, 90 minutes, but in spending that time together, they've got everything they need then to go, right, this is how we're going to do that. I'm open to all these downloads. I'm looking for some more downloads if the universe is listening. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm certain you will receive more. I feel like anytime we check in, which is often where you'll say, I decided to try this thing out. And it's because there's been some sort of transference that's occurred. It's always really exciting to hear. And what's also really inspiring, at least in knowing you, is that you follow the thread. If something appears to you or is presenting itself to you, you don't dismiss it. And instead you say, what's the message in this? Where in this can I know more? And that's an especially relevant talent to have when you're working with people who may not understand what signs to look for. It's so inspiring to watch. When we're talking about co-creating with the universe, that's Mm -hmm. what we mean is you're doing it in unison. Yes, 
have a vision. Yes, have something that you want to create. Yes, have an action plan and then start taking aligned, strategic, spiritual action towards that goal. But also be open to what the universe is showing you and dropping on your path and be open to, okay, that's not exactly what I thought was going to happen, but yes, it could be better. Yes. It's a different route. It's not going to work out exactly how sometimes it will. Sometimes you can get, you can script, you can be very specific and it'll happen exactly like that. But other times we have amazing imaginations, but also we're not completely aware of everything. And that's where Mm. the universe comes and it brings it in sync. And we go, ah, we can push on that door and see where that goes, where that leads. Let's just push on the door and see where that leads. Well, my friends, how are you? How many times did Beth say something that made you go, oh, yes, oh, yes, that that is me? Let us know. We would love to hear from you. Would love to hear in a review or in an email, in a comment on Instagram or in our Facebook community. We just started to get into the goodies in this conversation, I realize I won't do a full takeaway outro right now, but just a request for you to check the show notes to learn a little bit more about Beth and perhaps consider joining the Visualize and Thrive Business Club. Again, I'm a founding member. It would be so cool if you would become a founding member with me. You would get this all the time these conversations in that dulcet, wonderful, honeyed voice of Beth's. We'd be able to work together and see how we can thrive as spiritual entrepreneurs together. If you have any questions or if you would like to join the Visualize and Thrive Business Club, all the ways you can do that, all the links are in the notes. We hope that you'll listen in on the concluding part of our incredible conversation. Thank you for listening to the Stories of Astonishing Light podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can support this podcast in a few different ways. First, you could post a screenshot of the podcast on your Instagram and Facebook stories or in your feeds and tag me at Bliss Begins Within or Musings on Other, and I can repost you. Another way to spread the love is to share this podcast with your friends and family, anyone whom you think might enjoy it as well. A third way to support this podcast is to subscribe, download, and leave a positive review on any of the platforms you listen to the show on. In this way, we can continue to grow our audience and reach more listeners. A quick and direct way to leave a review is by going to ratethispodcast.com forward slash astonishing stories. I am so grateful to spend this time with you exchanging such uplifting tales of resilience. We'll see you next time. Thank you.